Well, hello. I'm Erica Bruce, and this is Lifestyle Listed, a podcast I created for you and me to develop a relationship and discuss things about lifestyle. I am a realtor licensed in Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, and many of my episodes will be real estate focused, but also other things business and lifestyle related. Listen up. I hope we have a wonderful time together today. everyone, this is Erica Bruce here from Lifestyle Listed. I do want to apologize for being late for this broadcast. And also, um, I am my office is in a little bit about people, so you get to join me here in my living room. Hopefully, the echo is not too loud. <clears throat> um, I recently took a continuing education course in um, Capital Gains and 1031 Exchange. And I learned a few things that I want to pass on to you, just a general overview. But I also want to preface everything with always, always, always consult a tax professional. Always do it. Um, And a financial advisor. I actually know a financial advisor. If you need one, please let me know. Um, I also mentioned that I would be moving stuff and what I've learned going through the process of painting and moving with painting, especially in an older house, I would always suggest uh, recock the lines on the ceiling before you paint new ones. It'll be much easier to tape off. Uh, The ones in here were very jagged. So it was was not an easy paint, Uh, but we, we did it. And I think we did a better job than the prior people. So cheers to us. We now have a much brighter, more welcoming living room. So today, first things first, right? We know that we have to pay taxes. Um, When we pay taxes on our earned income, you know, through a paycheck, through an employer or self-employment, that includes, you know, Medicare and um, you know, things of that nature. Now, capital gains is unearned income. So unearned income is anything that you could maybe inherit or acquire or something you purchase or receive as a gift and then you sell it. <clears throat> if you make a profit, you may have to pay cap- capital gains. If you actually take a loss, you could possibly claim a capital loss. Um, So unearned income can also be considered dividends, um, interest income, rental, that sort of, um, that sort of income. And the capital gains taxes don't include Medicare or social security like our earned income. And they are calculated differently. I'm not going to go over calculations today from what was um, in the material. Definitely consult a tax professional. I'm just going to go over the basics of um, capital gains. So we have long-term versus short-term. Anything less than a year is short-term. So for example, if you purchased your home and sold it within the same year, you may be taxed higher capital gains tax. Um, There's also depreciation that's calculated into capital gains. I am not going to review that either. That is a whole nother ball of wax. Again, consult a tax professional. So 
to defer or to avoid that capital gains on real estate. Uh, I do want to let everyone know that <clears throat> capital gains is not taxed on owner occupants, which means you own the property, it's your primary residence, and you live there. That started in 1997, the Tax Act Reform of 97. <clears throat> so if you um, have, you're an owner occupant, okay, every taxpayer has a $250,000 exclusion for someone filing singly or married filing jointly, $500,000 exclusion. Uh, also consult a professional about the time period related to your owner occupation of the property. <clears throat> what can be used in a 1031 exchange? Let me go over the basics of what a 1031 exchange is. What it is, is you would be deferring that income you're receiving by using it to purchase another property of like kind. And I will go over um, like kind, but like kind is uh, another property that is used in business uh, or an investment property, such as a rental property. Um, it, it cannot be used on your owner-occupied home. So you cannot use a 1031 exchange on your owner-occupied home. And it cannot be used on a principal resident, residence, which also includes timeshare and second homes. Keep in mind, those are not the same thing as an owner-occupied home. <clears throat> um, so it is allowed to be used on any property that's used for productive use in a trade or business and investment properties. What can you exchange it for? A land in a building. Um, you can also exchange it for personal property used for trade and business. For example, you purchase <clears throat> a property with um, equipment in it that is used for that business. There are a few types of exchange. Uh, simultaneous exchange is when you literally are trading properties with another person. You, which is interesting because it's it's something that I um, I'm sure people did a lot uh, back in the day, but it actually is still a thing. You can do it. <clears throat> there are obviously more detailed requirements than that, but that is a type of exchange. You can do a sale and purchase exchange where you sell one property and purchase another. And you can also do a reverse exchange. It's not a 1031 exchange, but it's a type of exchange which would basically be a purchase and then a sale. Again, for all the laws and rules, please consult a tax professional. I am no way a replacement of such. <clears throat> uh, so the basic rules are like kind. I mentioned that it has to be an investment property or a property used in a trade or business. The 45 day rule, uh, you must identify the replacement property in 45 days. So you have the relinquished property, which is the one you're getting rid of or selling, right? And then you have the replacement property, which is replacing that property. Pretty straightforward. So in 45 days, you must identify or close the replacement property. Also, the 180-day rule is you must close the replacement property in 180 days or by April 15th. So you want to be careful about um, <clears throat> starting this process in October, November, and December um, because 
you are going to possibly not have your full 180 days, especially, you know. <clears throat> so the proceeds that you get from your sale, unfortunately, guys, we don't get to hold on to those, right? Um, that would be meaning that you're getting them and that would kind of defeat the whole purpose. You cannot hold or be in receipt of the proceeds of their relinquished property. Um, if you did receive them, it would make you ineligible for the 1031 exchange. So the proceeds go to a qualified safe harbor. Um, and then the safe harbor is, you know, someone who is qualified to hold on to that. Again, ask a tax professional about that. Uh, I highly suggest that any um, agents out there who have not taken this course, definitely take the course. I used um, the real estate class. Um, not only is it great for continuing education, but it is helpful to learn how this process works so that you have the basic rules about a 1031 exchange. I do also want to let you know that certain states may have their own capital gains tax for property. Um, currently, New Hampshire is not one of them. Um, I do know that uh, Maine, because I'm licensed in Maine, if you're an out-of-state resident who holds property in Maine and you're selling it, they will withhold 2.5%. Some exclusions may apply, but they'll withhold 2.5% of your sale <clears throat> towards your capital gains tax. Probably because they don't want to go running after out-of-state residents um, to collect that money. <laughs> um, the book that the information um, that I got from is from the Dearborn Real Estate Education, and it's called Understanding 1031 Tax-Free Exchanges by Thomas Millam. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his last name. <clears throat> Another key thing to remember in a 1031 exchange, and I'm sure your tax professional will let you know this as well, is the same taxpayer ID must be on both properties um, for it to qualify for the 1031 exchange. There are other qualifications as well. Um, it has to be in the United States, United States territories or Washington, D.C. to qualify. OK. Um, <clears throat> So that's something to keep in mind as well. And it has to be property used for productive use in trade or business or an investment property. You can exchange land for a building or a building for land. Um, the only thing that you cannot include is stock. Like for example, if a grocery store that has stock in it, uh, you wouldn't be able to use the stock. So. For all of you who own a home and want to sell it to get the profit and live in it, don't panic. I started to panic a little bit. <laughs> um, the federal capital gains tax, uh, every taxpayer gets $250,000 exclusion. A married filing jointly gets a $500,000 exclusion <clears throat> on the capital gains tax. Um, so unless you're, you know, going above and beyond those particular items, uh, price-wise, as far as your profit, you should be okay. Again, consult a tax professional. I also want to let you guys know that because I'm in the process of uh, relocating and it is additional work, as you all know, especially my prior clients, uh, 
who have said, Erica, you're, you're such, you know, you're such a pusher, get it done, get it done. Um, especially Chelsea and Charlie, I am, but it gets done. So I'm in the process of doing that with myself and, uh, <clears throat> it is very time consuming. And that's something that I want to let everyone know that I also understand that while you're in the process of purchasing a home, getting a home ready to sell, that it all is also occurring while real life is happening, while you have to go to work, you know, while you're picking up your kids or your dog, or while you're going to meetings for any of the things that you have to go to. <clears throat> I understand that it is all part of your, it all has to fit in as part of your daily life. Um, and I want you all to remember that as well, um, to not put too much pressure on yourself about your expectations of what you can do in a day, or at least try to schedule for it. I owe, I won't be doing any more podcasts for the time being, unless they're short ones about updates on getting the house ready for sale. I, um, that's very helpful information and experiencing firsthand has taught me a few things. Um, and I will share those with you as I go along. I hope you guys have a great day and I will uh, hopefully talk to you soon. Please feel free to check out my website, lifestyle-listed.com if you're not already on it right now. Um, if you're searching for homes or want to reach out to me real estate wise, it's ericabruce.massiello.com. Thanks for being with me. I hope in your near future, there's a happy adventure out there. Anything you need, lifestyle-listed.com. I hope to see you there. Please like and subscribe and share with your friends. Please keep in mind that all states have the same laws revolving sales of real estate. And if you want to send a referral, please send me a text or email 603-717-6237.